What do you think when you hear the word mindset? What do you think when you hear the word money mindset? Well, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about biblical money mindset. And I'm here to tell you, working through this to honor God, to step out into the assignment he's given us without a fear of swirling money mindset thoughts is not a Jedi mind trick. It's truly about trusting Jesus. So let's dig in. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. Confession, I am not a Star Wars fan. (laughs) I am pretty sure that my mom took us to see Star Wars probably at a drive-in theater maybe. But I'm just not a fan. I mean, it's a great movie, but I'm not keeping up with all of the episodes and the multiple sequels or prequels or whatever they are. But it does fascinate me, this idea of Jedi mind tricks. And as I was preparing for this episode, which is born out of many conversations that I've had with Christian women in business, please tune into last week's episode, by the way all about what women think about money. What occurred to me is that the world has taken the word mindset and they have stretched it and molded it and turned it into something beyond the actual definition, kind of like the world does with the word hustle. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I've got some scripture for you around this. I've got a lot. So be sure when you listen to this playback that you look in the show notes because it will all be listed there. But where it all starts is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him or submit to him and he will make your path straight. He will distinguish and direct you on the right path. This idea of mindset is so often shaped by our money story, like we've been talking about, how we were raised or 
how we've heard gurus and experts talk about it or how we've been taught to do business. But those friends are mind tricks. It's about tricking your mind into not thinking the things that you might be thinking about business or money or wealth. And I'm probably going to get a little bit of backlash on that, but I do believe that the problem there is we're leaning on our own understanding. We're leaning on the understanding of a fallen world. We're leaning on our human understanding. And if Jesus talked so much about money and there's over 2000 verses about money in the Bible, then clearly God knew we would have trouble here. And God doesn't want us trying to trick our minds. As, as my friend Liz says, dogs and Jedis do mind tricks, but women of faith are about biblical mindset. So in part three of this series, I want you to know, I'm not going all woo-woo on you. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. I want to talk about what does the Bible actually say about this. So let's start by defining mindset. So I went to dictionary.com and mindset is defined as an attitude or opinion, especially a habitual one, a tendency or partiality of a particular kind, a frame of mind or a way of thinking. That's all it is. But see, in the new age world and in the universe world and those who proclaim that as their higher power, mindset, I believe, has been skewed. So let us be very clear, friends, that as Christians, followers of Jesus who look to the Bible to be our authority, mindset is not a bad word, okay? Biblical mindset is defined as a set of attitudes or beliefs that are influenced by our faith and following of Jesus and our understanding that the Bible is true, okay? that Therefore, money mindset is an attitude or opinion or frame of mind around money, but it is habitual how we think about money. Again, because of our story, because of our human thinking, because of the gurus and experts we followed. Isaiah 26.3 tells us that you keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. God keeps us in perfect peace as we keep our mind on him, as our mindset is all about letting him lead us. But I think so often we disregard the biblical mandate to live without fear and to be strong and courageous and to not worry. Like we overlook that and then therefore we get so tied up in a negative money mindset and we have to get the mind trash out. I agree with that. I read a great book a few years ago by Jenny Allen, called um, Get Out of Your Way, or I'll link down in the show notes for that. But it was a fantastic book and visual about how our mind spirals, especially because we're not trusting the Lord. So let's look back at some of these instructions from the Bible. In Deuteronomy 2, verses 2 through 7, Moses is reminding the Israelites of their desert years and how they were provided for the entire way. And further, that they lacked nothing. They lacked nothing. And then skip ahead to Deuteronomy 8.18, and we know that it is the Lord who gives us the power to gain wealth. He equips and qualifies us to walk out the assignment he's given us. So therefore, where he guides, he provides. From beginning to end, friends, if you're watching this live or seeing me lift up my Bible, where God guides, he provides. But do you believe that? 
Do you believe that he will provide or are you making decisions about your next step in business based on how much money it will bring you because you're thinking from a scarcity perspective instead of thinking from the perspective of God will provide where he guides me and whatever that provision looks like is up to God. Jesus's instructions to his disciples to leave all and follow me. They were fishermen. And they had caught so much that the boats overflowed. They had to call for help. And guess what? When they left, all was provided for. The jobs that they left to go follow Jesus in that one haul of fish were providing for the community and their coworkers, et cetera. We can make that, we can, we can make that leap because their boats overflowed and he did that on purpose. When we focus and we trust Jesus, like it says in Ephesians 1, 20 through 22 and Romans 8, 8, 28, all the things work together for our good and he's predestined us. So let me just go there. Um, let me go to Ephesians. And this is what it says in uh, chapter 1, verses 20 through 22. <clears throat> that he raised the that the, the Lord raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power right might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in the age that is to come what's the point the point is this is who's in charge of us right so don't you think that he would know what he wants to do with us with our finances, shouldn't we be giving him the power to do that? And moving forward, let us understand that, again, our understanding is limited, but God is not limited. So what is your mindset around money? When we focus on him, it is not the circumstance that goes away. It's not that the circumstance of you not having what you need to make ends meet goes away. And therefore, we're skipping through the meadow as Skittles are falling from the, the heavens. No, no, no. But in Christ, there is a restful hope and trust in his provision, his guidance, his sovereignty, and his protection, that he really has everything under control. And he's using all of those things for our good, for our good. The other thing that came up for me as I was preparing this is a few months ago, I was really digging into how God is a multiplier, that God is a God of multiplication, not addition. We talk about this um, in business at, you know, scaling versus growth. How can we multiply our efforts? How can we scale our business, not just for dollars, but to best leverage our time to serve in the ways that God has called us to serve? So I want to point out to you a few things about God being the multiplying God and that he is the God of agriculture. So what does that mean? God has created every seed to produce multiple harvest from a single seed. Think about it. Think about it. When you plant tomato seed, it sprouts a vine that has multiple tomatoes. Multiple. God is a God of multiplication. When you plant the seed for an apple tree, it doesn't produce one apple. It produces a multitude of apples, right? He is a God of multiplication and agriculture. He promises that his word will multiply it goes out from him and it does not return void when we give him our faith and our 
obedience. Let's talk about then how he has predestined us. So in Ephesians 1.11, he says, in him we have, it says, we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. We are heirs. Now, there are many places where you will hear Christians talk about, we are heirs of the kingdom. Go get your inheritance. Friend, your inheritance is already here. You don't have to go get it. But are you willing to surrender your way for his way? Are we willing to surrender our self-reliance to rely only on him? Are we willing to surrender our own understanding for his? Because we don't have to chase that. We don't have to chase that. In Romans 15, 13, our Christ, what should our Christian life be characterized as? Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Dr. Charles Stanley in his Life Principles Bible says, the Christian life is to be characterized by hope, joy, and peace. God wants us to experience each of those in increasing measure. What does that tell us? He is a God of multiplication. So if there is anything lacking, we know that something is wrong. If we are lacking in trust, if we are wandering around spiraling in worry, if we are constantly anxious about what is to come, are we leaning in? Are we laying our burdens on Jesus because his yoke is light? Are we learning his unrhythm, unforced rhythms of grace? to work and emulate him in redefining hustle. Let me finish this up with a few key things. Our trust and our investment of our time is with him. That's where we have to be investing ourselves. And that is where he directs us. And when he directs us, it will bear much fruit. Notice it doesn't say one fruit in John 15, 4 and 5. It says much fruit fruit. Please do not let your past experiences, false teachings, and a, a misconception of mindset guide you. Don't settle for what has been passed. Take the action and trust knowing that where he guides, he will provide. Here's a question I asked last week, and, and I want to ask it again. Are we living in the crucifixion or are we living in the resurrection? And here's what I mean by that. In the crucifixion, Satan's like, yeah, I win. Death wins. And the Pharisees are like, oh, yeah, he's done. We took care of Jesus. But in the resurrection, God wins. There is new life and there are Jesus's promises. And he came to give us freedom, not fear. But when we embrace that mindset and we think, I just have to clear it out. And why do I have so many negative thoughts instead of taking it to God and saying, Lord, what do you say about this? That is where we get ourselves mixed up between biblical mindset and Jedi mind tricks. I want to share this quote from Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith that was shared in my group coaching a few weeks ago. You cannot do the new thing that God is calling you while holding on to the perceived stability of the old thing. This will cause you to find yourself stuck between what you see and what he, God, has decreed. And then someone answered in my group, 
until I let go of the old thing, there was no room for the new thing. I pray that the Lord will give us the strength to release this money mindset that's been skewed in so many ways and to receive the truth of what he says about money. And I pray that we will stop as Christians thinking that mindset is a negative word. It's just like we think hustle is a negative word. And it's because the world has taken it out of context. And I am praying that we will do, as it says in 1 Corinthians 15, 58. You all are so familiar with this. I am positive. Let me get there. You hear me rifling through my pages. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And then in 16.9, it says, For a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Friends, there are many things vying for your attention around this money mindset concept. And as we walk out the assignment that he's given us, it will come with adversaries. It will come with challenges. We will hear the people that are telling us to go for the 5 and K and 5K and 10K months and you're going to make six figures or you're not successful. There is nothing wrong with making that money. The problem is how we think about it, how we idolize it and the pedestals that we put it on. I pray that this series on money is helping you to rethink how you think about money. I hope that you'll listen to it over and over again. As I encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus on what his truth is around biblical money mindset. And remember, God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. And I'm a coach that can help you stop working that way and experience his joy and fulfillment. I pray that this blessed you. I hope you'll share this with others and I'll see you on the next episode. Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 